a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday, sitting in for JMAC until 3 o'clock, so extended inside sources. Uh, we did have a texture say we're no longer the fastest 30 minutes in radio. No, today is the longest 30 minutes in radio because it will actually go all the way till 3 o'clock, so stay with us. Uh, we are standing by. Uh, we're going to be joined by uh, Representative Ben McAdams coming up here shortly, and uh, he's going to weigh in on a few things as it relates to uh, our election system securing our elections. So we're just waiting for him to uh, get online. We've got him on the line now, Representative McAdams. Thanks for joining us. Great to be with you, Boyd. Thanks for the invitation. You bet. Uh, I know you guys are popping in and off of the uh, floor of the House with uh, a number of votes today. Uh, what's the? Uh, give us a, a quick snapshot of the the mood uh, with your colleagues today on the floor. Well, it's, it's kind of a, a crazy week, but, you know, just the regular order of business as we're trying to move forward with the appropriations process, and um, and that's busy enough to begin with. But then I think people are all, all um, upset about what's happening at the border with these uh, with these kids and uh, the, the conditions that they're in, and then we're trying to uh, approve legislation this week that will bring some relief to, to them, help with those unsanitary conditions. And certainly we understand that, um, that there are really uh, unsanitary conditions, but also that we've, we've put our, our Customs and Border Patrol agents in a tough situation where they've, they're experiencing uh, uh, you know, a wave of uh, and, and drain on the resources, and, and we need to we need to come to the assistance. And so, uh, people are they're, they're negotiating right now a, a supplemental, a border supplemental, to assist with the humanitarian con- uh, conditions there, and to try and bring some relief to those people who are who are, are you know in those border states that are really feeling the the brunt of this. Okay, and uh, we'll continue to watch that. With, uh, it looks like some things are moving on the Senate side in terms of a, a bill getting out of committee there, uh, 30 to 1, so a lot of bipartisan support there. I know the House bill uh, still has a few hurdles, so we'll we'll continue to monitor that. But I, I know one of the things we wanted to get uh, to you about today uh, was really talking about uh, elections, election security. Obviously, we're gearing up for uh, 2020. will be an interesting uh, battle for sure. Uh, but tell us some of the efforts that you're involved with in, in making sure that we've got that uh, confidence in the system. Yeah, and so, you know, this is um, this is really something that I think, um, you know, the, the, the Mueller report is hotly debated and, and people want to, you know, everybody has, I think, Boyd, you called it the Rorschach test of, you know, a lot of people already had their opinion and the Mueller report seemed to affirm your opinion, whether you were on the right or the left. But, you know, what I tried to focus on is um, the first part of the Mueller report that detailed um, 
the the attempts to influence the American election, whether you're a Trump supporter or not a Trump supporter, it's undisputed that uh, Russians tried to meddle with the election and uh, and that they're going to do it again. And, you know, and, and what, one thing that I think is unifying and bipartisan is that uh, Amer- the American people should be choosing our elected officials without the interference of a of a foreign enemy. And uh, and so what can we do coming together, Republicans and Democrats, to ensure that uh, the integrity of our, our elections and, you know, our person may win or lose. But if it's if the process is good, then that's you know, that, then that's what's important. And uh, and, you know, going forward, we know the threat is real and, uh, and needs to be dealt with. So we are looking, uh, you know, joined with other moderates in Congress uh, to support a package of legislation that would would seek to bolster the integrity of the election and make sure that, um, that you know, the American people can have confidence in, in that election and that, uh, you know, that's been the defining trait of American democracy that's now going throughout the world is that um, that we have elections and we settle our disagreements by elections and sometimes you win and sometimes you lose, but, but that's the nature of the American system. And so it, it really is foundational to our Constitution and our country that the, 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 the integrity of the elections are protected. And so... I think we there is common ground, and there's a, a bipartisan consensus that we've got to uh, to make sure that we are protecting the integrity of those elections. And so we stepped out and we um, in support of, of a package of, of bills that would do exactly that. Oh, that's that's great, and I I do think it's so important. I think the uh, as you said, Representative, that uh, we have to have confidence in the process. If if there if there is one thing that the Russians have succeeded. Uh, it is in undermining the confidence of the American people in our institutions. And I think that's even trickling down uh, and we're losing a little bit of confidence and trust, not just in our institutions of government, but in our communities and, and in our neighbors. Uh, and I think that's the uh, the, the real th- threat uh, to, to our democracy. Uh, I, I want to shift gears. Uh, if you're just joining us, we've got Representative Ben McAdams uh, graciously join us on the line today from Washington, D.C., and uh, there's obviously a lot of talk going on in terms of Iran and and what is happening there. The the threats are real. The uh, shooting down of the drone. Um, I know you've had concerned as uh, as has uh, Senator Mike Lee and others in the Utah delegation in terms of the war powers. Uh, both sides uh, seem to have abdicated a lot to the presidency, uh, probably more so than the uh, the Constitution. <laughs> Uh, requires or allows. Uh, give us your perspective on where you think we are in terms of the war powers. What needs to be done uh, to keep that balance uh, straight? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Senator Lee and I found common ground this week on, on exactly that, on making sure and restoring this constitutional separation of powers that you know dates back to the to the founding of our country, but is one where we uh, the founders gave to the Congress the ability to declare war, and the president can't go to war without without the authorization of Congress. Now, that has been summarily ignored for the most part for, for much of our country's history. And, um, you know, and I think it's, it's an important check and balance that, that should exist. You know, we've, uh, we've got uh, this separation exists for a reason. And I think that the wisdom of our, of our founders was to say that if, if we are going to war as a country, we want it to be, and it must be, a, 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 an instance where we are unified in purpose. And, uh, and, and it falls to the Congress and the president to say we are going to put aside partisan interests and we're, gonna, we're all Americans at the end of the day, and it's about our, uh, our country and our national security and, and protecting our values. 
And we've got to approach any decision as it relates to conflict with that in mind. And uh, but it should be it shouldn't be something where a president leads out. And, and we've seen it. You know, it's not a Republican. It's a Republican and a Democratic problem. We've right. seen uh, presidents lead out in, in this way and and get us into war. And then we we aren't always the best at at um, at at. at a finite end of that war. And as President said, and the President Trump said in his State of the Union address, that um, you know, um, endless conflict is not uh, not in our national interest. And so we, I think that the act of going to Congress and acting, asking Congress for authorization to go to war helps us to refine our objectives and and unify ourselves in purpose and and move forward in a nonpartisan way where we're acting as. As Americans in, in our America, in the interest of our country, and so I think that's I think that's critically important. And I, I support Senator Lee and agree with he's he's been a longtime advocate for this uh, uh, separation and, and uh, requirement that Congress would authorize any force in Iran and in other instances. And I think he's I think he's right about that. And I look forward to working with him to try to restore this balance to our, uh, our country as it relates to conflict. Okay. All right, if you're just joining us, we've got Representative Ben McAdams on the line. Uh, Representative, we've got just about a, a minute or so left uh, before our, our break for the bottom of the hour. And I uh, just wanted to, uh, just a real quick update. You're you're part of this uh, group of Blue Dog Democrats uh, there in the House of Representatives. Uh, I actually think uh, this group has uh, probably more potential power uh, than any other group or caucus uh, in Congress uh, right now, given the uh, the divide between Republicans and Democrats, the the numbers. Uh, but tell us what you're what you're coming together to do as Blue Dog Democrats. Give give us one real quick uh, area of focus or a vision piece. Yeah, well, the, the Blue Dogs, I think you're right, are, are very powerful. The Democrats have a 17 seat majority in the Congress, and um, and there are 27 Blue Dogs. So we really are we are the majority. And one of the, the founding principles of the Blue Dogs is fiscal responsibility. So these are my colleagues who, when I um, stepped out and introduced a balanced budget amendment, the Blue Dogs stood with me. And, and, you know, some of the progressives in the Democratic caucus don't support that, and they're concerned. You know, they do want to increase spending, and the Blue Dogs have said we're going to adhere to principles of fiscal responsibility. Uh, when the time came, there's a rule in Congress called PAYGO, or pay-as-you-go, that any legislation – I think this is the principle of when you're in a hole, you stop digging. And <laughs> yeah. so while we've got to balance the, uh, the budget and address the national debt, um, let's, not, let's not make it worse in the meantime. So PAYGO says if you're going to pass legislation that would, would uh, amount to spending, you have to, you have to find a mechanism to pay for it. Okay. And, uh, and, and the progressives wanted to eliminate PAYGO, and Blue Dog said no, uh, no way, and, and insisted on PAYGO staying in place. And then it's with the Blue Dogs that I continue. I'm a co-chair of a, of a task force on fiscal responsibility. So we hosted just a couple of weeks ago uh, talking about the debt and why the debt matters, because you get people really on both sides saying debt doesn't matter, and we'll, we'll just grow our way out of it. Uh, but I think we are really in a precarious position where the debt does matter. Yeah. The interest on the debt is the largest largest component of the federal budget and it's the fastest growing well it's not the largest but it's the fastest growing component of the federal budget yeah. and if interest rates go up which they will you'll see that interest payment just balloon that's and right. it's really concerning and i think we've got to do more to to uh, instill fiscal responsibility in congress and that's my top priority and uh and i find uh, common ground with the blue dogs and, and moderate republicans in this regard as well all right fantastic uh, representative ben mcadams thanks so much for joining us today appreciate it
Thanks, Boyd. All right. Stay with us. When we come back, uh, we will be joined by Derek Brown from the Utah Republican Party, talking about some of the things that are happening there. Uh, This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, with you all the way till 3 o'clock, sitting in for J-Mac today. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.